I'm noticing this resistance and I've brought it up with a number of people in my life. I'm an extroverted person and I enjoy like having people around me, but I'm really bad at planning things with people. And I can't, I, there's like, I think it's some perfectionist things going on and stuff like some fuzzy things that make it really hard to yeah just like plant like I, for example is it's happening right now i literally sent a message out to a couple of people and i was like hey i want to go to this restaurant friday you guys in a couple of people responded and said yeah and all i need to do is get a group chat going with a group of people including the ones that said yes and just make a reservation you know that's all i need to do and i started doing this yesterday during the day and i still haven't done that there's still some kind of block happening where i'm like yeah but like do i know all the people that i want to invite and like all this like all these anxious thoughts that come up and then i end up not doing it and now it's wednesday night and if i don't do it by tonight is it going to happen i mean maybe not it's going to be like last minute there's there's a couple things there that actually were new to me because we did we did talk about this before the wondering if this is the right group of people or the connection between them. And so that made me think about my more meta confusion of, uh, you know, what are you trying to do here with these events? So, or with these get togethers or whatever, not even an event necessarily. It sounds like, it, it, you know, in this case, it's like a dinner reservation. Um, is it, is it, is it, you just want to hang out with people? Is it that you want to create the community? So it wouldn't be sufficient if you were going to someone else's dinner. It's like what you really want to be doing is like the creation yourself. Is it um, a networking thing? Like what is what is the what is the goal here? The goal is to yeah to bring together friends of mine and really just like spend like have a, a thing to spend time together. Um, and you know I wanted to eat at this restaurant, so I was like okay I'll get people together to eat at this place. Um, but, I, and I've done this before and I've also waited to the last minute and it's, I, I'm noticing this as a pattern, you know? Um, so it, yeah, there's different causes or there's different, um, goals and desires, but it's in this case, it's this just simple. It's simply like, I want my friends together. What if you had a magical friend that also really liked to organize things and had a similar friend group to you and they organized enough things that you were going to a couple of dinners or meet up things a week with them would all of the needs be met or is there something in particular about you bringing the people together like man this would be so much easier if i just had someone close to me that like enjoyed just doing this and so i didn't have to think <laughs> about it <laughs> got it okay so uh, I asked that just to kind of rule out or rule in the hosting aspect of it. Is it about like being the host of the community versus just having the thing to do in the first place? Yeah. And I think, I, I think there is a part of me that like wouldn't, would like to be host person. I remember I used to have a lot of dinner parties with my ex and we, I feel like she, it's hard to remember, but I, I think she like probably spurred on the, the events and would like be like, oh, let's do this, you know? And then in the middle of the event, I would be Golden Retriever vibes, you know? <laughs> and so I think I think I like being a host, but I, I'm pretty 
I don't put a lot of prioritization around like the organization of it ahead of time. So if you could just show up, be golden retriever, that would be great. Yes. Okay. And we, we and you, you thought about uh, delegating some of these things, like a VA type delegation. I haven't thought about doing that, no. You could create a group chat, which is the people you want to invite plus the VA. And your VA just knows what your what your MO is, is like, message everyone, find out their availabilities, find out their dietary restrictions, their their budgets or whatever, and then find us a restaurant and then let us all know what that is. <laughs> I'm like, hey, everyone, we're going to get dinner at some point in the next week and a half. Um, my VA's in the chat and he's going to... He or she is going to take care of everything. That'd be such a cool move. Yeah. People would be yeah. like, wow, this is amazing. Like, Well, and, and just, just for the friend group, be like, okay, here, here's a virtual assistant for our friend group to plan events. This is kind of a crazy business idea. Like imagine if it was, it was literally just a, like, it's kind of like a, a phone number that you just add to a group chat for this purpose. And it's like, no one has to go and get their specific VA. It's just like. Uh, this is like, you could just add this phone number to a group and it will do all the work of finding out people's, like it'll message people, find out all their schedules, book something, all of that. It um, makes you so friends. You actually, it adds other yeah. people to the group for you. It's like, <laughs> oh, well that's, <laughs> that's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, <no, I'm> just... <laughs> it shows up to the dinner. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you and the person. It's actually a date <laughs> between yeah. you and this VA. It's a Filipino male bride service. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also wanted to touch back on the um, the kind of perfectionist angle or the uh, the kind of fear of follow through. There's a little bit of that with the like, oh, are these people going to like each other? Because there's no use in going down the time angle if the actual real blocker is that you don't know whether you should be doing this at all because there's some fear there. Um, yeah. How how much is it one or the other, do you think? There There is a part of that, too. Um, like, for example, one thing that was going through my mind was I was starting to think about people. And I was like, okay, cool. I want to invite, you know, this friend that I want. You know, I met this person and I want them to meet. And I started noticing that I was like, oh, okay, wait, this is a bunch of guys. Okay. Like, mm. should, and then I started thinking, should I be adding w women to this group? And I was like, well, I could start inviting a couple of girls. And also, like, some of those guys have girlfriends, so they'll probably want to come. But then, and then I was like, oh, but then I should probably start inviting more girls. And then I was like, oh, well, which people would mesh with them, you know? And so th then I was, then it added another layer where my brain was like, okay. And I think <laughs> that's when I started to back up more okay so let's let's imagine that it was just like three dudes so that's you know that's a point where it's not conspicuously all dudes so presumably you wouldn't have i'm guessing you wouldn't have the thought uh like oh there's too many dudes right if it's just like three people yes in that case is that still does the perfectionism still still exist of like oh i don't know if these two guys will get along they haven't met each other before Yeah, because this is this is what I mean about the perfectionism. Like in that example, if I, if these three people who I want, you know, I want them to meet, then I'm like, oh well, what if they don't get along? Well, here's the idea: let's add more people to the mix because then that creates more randomness <laughs> and more um, potential that someone will find a connection that they feel fulfilled by, and then they'll like the dinner in general and they'll want to do things like this again, you know. And it's like 
John, you're overthinking this. <laughs> I know. I, like, I totally get it. It's this kind of, it's because socializing is this infinite game uh, that you're like, okay, well, there's the, the value in hanging out this one time, but there's also the value in, or there's also the impact on the future of inviting people in the future. And, you know, are, are they going to be likely to accept those invites? Uh, it's a very real, it's a very real thing. What are the chances that the kind of downside um, versions of this dinner play out? So presumably there are some situations in which the dinner feels net negative to you. Like the people did not vibe and they're not going to agree to your future invites or something like that. I want to get a sense of like, how likely do you think that is to happen? I think percentage wise, that's like probably a 10 to 15% chance. It's pretty low. Okay. And I would also say along that same line of reasoning, even if that 10 or 15% happens, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like what's going to happen is like, maybe the people really don't vibe or whatever. And like, like, let's say worst case scenario. Like they get into a fight. I'd be like, we're doing this next week. Um, <laughs> but if that happens, yeah, I mean, I feel like it would just be, I'd be like, okay, those people are not compatible at all. So in, in either that situation changes my relationship with one of the people or I'm like, oh, I'm going to continue hanging out with these people, but like separate now. So there's a 10 or 15% chance things don't go well. But actually, that doesn't matter. So things are going to go great regardless. But you still can't plan the dinner. Do you see the inconsistency here? Yeah. What do you think needs to move here? Because all of these can't be true. Unless the time thing is true. Unless really the issue is time. I think there's a gap between what I just said, which is what I know to be true, and like the feeling and the anxious part of me that's like still running up against a chance of this happening and wanting to avoid it. So upon reflection, you don't think it's 15% uh, chance that it, it turns out bad, but the thought of how bad it might turn out is stopping you from organizing it now. Yeah. This sounds like more of a fear setting thing. This sounds like when not, not thinking about the consequences concretely, we fall back to the general vibe of fear and maybe things could get easier if we just laid out what happens. So, uh, or, or maybe we can plan for the downside. One reason I asked about the percentage was because I want to know, okay, in those, in those situations where things don't go well, what are the things that are happening that mm. are not going well? And then how can we actually mitigate those, reduce the percentage of the downside happening? So instead of going for more upside, we reduce the percentage of downside. And so you're like, okay, I think that this will be at least an okay dinner. Yeah. Cause clearly something in my mind is causing me to etch towards the 50% here and think that it's actually like more than 50%. Like something in the moment is making me feel like 50% odds are that I fail at this. So I'm not going to do it. That is what your behavior right now of not planning it is implying, even though when you think about it, you don't actually think it's going to be that likely that it won't work out. Right. Let me give you another chance to answer that. Actually, what are the chances that this thing are actually something where you're like, I wish I hadn't scheduled this in the first place. Like I would have been better off not scheduling this. 
2% really like here thinking about it. But then if I go to actually put together a group, like I'm here, I'm going to have WhatsApp open right now. And like maybe going through my thought process a little bit allows us okay. to see an yeah. insight into what's actually, and I'll just try to verbalize it. I think I get hung up on like, oh, what if I leave someone out in the group? So like right now I'm going to create a group, right? And I'm going to add in like my friend and then like this guy who's my neighbor and who I want to meet other people. Okay. So now I have two people and I'd like to add some more. So I'm going to add, you know, a fr another friend. Okay. Now I have to invite his girlfriend probably. And now I come at another crossroads of like, okay, well, do I just want this to be a bunch of guys getting together? What do I want? <laughs> I was just thinking that what if we could take the different wants that you have, because I'm sure you get a lot of things from dinners and maybe separate them out into different shards of wants. Like this is the type of thing I want from a dinner. I want to connect people, right? Another one is I just want to have a good time for a few hours over good food with people. Those two things aren't necessarily together. Maybe a third one is, I don't know, you know, go ahead, fill in the blanks. Like, what are the different kinds of things that a dinner gets you? want to, like, spend time with people in a new interesting place, enjoy, like, experiences of life, like, flavors and stuff, and then see, like, people making connections. There's this guy, Johnny, who's in the startup space, and really, really nice dude. And then there's this guy, Victor, who's my neighbor. And so I, I really want an excuse to, like, throw them all together and see if anything comes out of it. What if you separated these dinners by their purpose so that it's easier to get clear on what on on what is acceptable or not in your mind for this dinner? So there are dinners that are explicitly for connecting people and you even tell people that. So one of our friends um, did a dinner like this when I was in Lisbon. She said that this is just for this is just to connect people who are working on startups. And so we nice. knew when we went there, that's the kind of purpose. Because of that, you have really clear expectations that can also handle some of these other issues. Like, are people going to worry there's too many dudes? Well, at a startup dinner thing, not really. Like, in, in fact, that dinner did have a lot of dudes, but I wasn't surprised because it's entrepreneurs. Then there's another dinner, which is, this is, this is going to be connecting these few people and so instead of them meeting in a larger dinner where there's other people, I'll make one that's just connecting them. Or this is a dinner that is a pregame dinner on Friday, which is just for people who already vibe and maybe someone else who I'm really confident is going to fit into the vibe. And that's a good time to invite them. I won't have to think about it that much. Yeah. So I like that. I like this, like, like what's your why for getting this group together? You know, and that helps clearly define the kinds of people. And I, I think that's where I get tripped up, honestly, is because because I, I I feel bad for leaving people out. And so, like, I I like to keep everyone connected. And I have a lot of different types of friends that, like, serve different roles in my life. And they're doing different things, you know. But I think connecting people together, like, for example, I, I want to connect people who are kind of in a more startup -y project like space where they're like trying to build something on their own and that that's a bonding point and i like 
you know, I don't, I don't know what would come from that. Maybe, maybe I should give more direction to that, but like, I want to connect people who are in that sphere. And so from that place, it does make more sense for me to invite like specific people over others and like, not necessarily their girlfriends, for example. Okay, nice. This is helping. Without, without knowing what the purpose of the event is, it's very easy to second guess yourself and wonder if this is fulfilling that purpose because it could be one of many different things. That dinner that I was talking about that we were at, we did an icebreaker where everyone talked about what they're working on. That makes a ton of sense for one, which is more startup people, because people really want to know very efficiently and quickly, what are the projects people are working on so that if there is some overlap, they can talk to that person or to get a sense of who they can potentially collaborate with, what also the sizing up of people from like, where are you in your entrepreneurship journey? That's obviously something that happens as well. All of these things happen and they make sense because of the context and everyone is happy to happy to participate in that. What is the theme of this dinner? Yeah, I just, I just want people to get together who are trying to start something or if they have something already, like they, they have problems with that or, or they like having ideas. Like I find that people who have their own projects usually like to be in, especially people in Lisbon, uh, like to be in spaces where they're getting inspired by like novel ideas because it gives you fodder and fuel to think creatively. Looking at the list of people or the people that might show up, do you now have a sense of people who would not be right for that, that you were considering before? Yes. Okay. I think that's the more valuable part is uh, if you have someone in mind that you were thinking about for this dinner, thinking, oh, I don't want them to be left out. Now you can think about it, not in terms of them being left out, but more in terms of, are they the right person for what I'm trying to create here? And I can always create something else for them. I can always create a different event, different dinner the next week or in a few days or whenever that I know they are perf they're perfectly suited for. And that's when I'm going to see them. But that's not this dinner right now. Right. I don't think things are that easy, but we can start with that and see see how you do <laughs> yeah i mean i think there's a there's a clear next action here i can i can say like i wanted to get you guys together so a couple of you guys could meet each other um because i because a number of you are working on your own projects exactly